You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. This is Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 117 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. As always, I am coming to you from the Gulf Coast of Pensacola, Florida. And coming up on today's show, you'll be hearing my conversation with Brennan Ladkovsky and J.L. Vayon of the performing act Superstars. And they are part of the Skillville group, which includes B-Boy, McCoy, Bucket Ruckus, Russian Bar Trio and Bergzerk, who I've interviewed previously. Superstars were out a couple of weeks ago at a Blue Wahoos game, and I had the opportunity to talk with them about how they started their act, um, all the characters they have, which are animal spins on famous athletes. And I didn't realize how many characters they had. I thought they had maybe like seven or eight at the most. And, of course, hearing funny road stories or incidents that happen at games are always fun. So this is a really fun conversation and very informative when it comes to performing acts. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. But before we get to that, let me tell you about my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are an indie rock band based right here in Pensacola, Florida, and they are very important to this podcast. And that's because they supply the theme music that you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. And the song you heard today is Twin Peaks from their album Murder Mystery Night, which you can find on Bandcamp. Just go to Bandcamp.com and search for the Unicorn Wranglers, and you can find Murder Mystery Night. You can also get their EP Atomics on iTunes and Spotify. They're also on social media. Just follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Wranglers. And finally, be sure to check out their website, TheUnicornWranglers.com. And without further ado, here is my interview with the Superstars. All right, starting in three, two, one. Sitting here at Blue Wahoo Stadium with my two very special guests, Brennan Ladkovsky and J.L. Vayon from the performing act Superstars. Guys, welcome to Pensacola. Thank you, Derek. Happy to be here. Now, you guys just finished um, your show here. Uh, The game just ended a little while ago. Um, How do you think it went? I I would say that it went pretty well. I mean, this is a uh, this is what the seventh game, in seventh eight, game in nine days. In nine so days, yeah. um, definitely, I think that this was one of our better performances in the seven games that we've done this trip. So yeah, the fans were great here. I mean, for for the ones who stuck it out with the hour hour delay and and all that and the the you know four o'clock game time. I don't know if that's normal for Sunday, but man, they were fun today and they were loud and, and into it. So it was a good time. Yeah, Sundays are normally at four, but this little storm came through and we tried to get the tarp on and 
the wind wouldn't allow it, so we just kind of had to wait for the, the field to dry. That happens sometimes. Rain's been crazy here. We've done, uh, I think, 10 tarp pulls this homestand. 10 tarp pulls, It's wow. been crazy. Yeah, that's what uh, Mel was saying, that, 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 she's had, that you guys had just a, a, few this more, a few today alone, but a lot recently. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's always fun. It adds, it's a good, uh, good addition to the job. Yeah, it's been two to three a day, and I was actually telling our groundskeeper, I'm like, we should turn this into a workout program (laughs) and probably make some good money off of it. Right. Now, was this your guys' first time performing here uh, for the Blue Wahoos? This was this was my first time performing for the Blue Wahoos and first time in Pensacola, actually. So. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've performed in Pensacola uh, twice already, Uh, so today was my third time, and then I've been here for. one, I guess, one spring break, I came down here with my wife and children, and we came uh, and stayed not too far from here. And actually, it was actually, now I think about it, I think it was opening a weekend that we were down here when the stadium just opened, and we sat out there on the berm in uh, right center field. That's awesome. Yeah, there's really not a terrible place not uh, at to all. sit here. I mean, you can not sit right behind home plate or out in center field, and you've still got a great view. Yeah, that would I- be, what, five, four, four or five years ago? Yeah, this well, is the fifth season. Fifth season. So five years ago, it was. I think it was opening weekend. Spring break, and my, we were sitting out there, and you guys were playing the Montgomery Biscuits. I remember it because some of your fans out there were enjoying themselves immensely uh, and drinking beverages, and <laughs> they were yelling out to the, the one of the fielders uh, something about buttering biscuits and just trying to you know yank, yank his chain and mess with him and stuff. It was so funny. My kids, I guess five years ago, would have been seven and six, and they were just eating it up. They were just laughing and, and having a blast with it, so it was a great time. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I, you know, we get to travel, we get, we're blessed with the opportunity to travel around and see stadiums from all over the country. And I, I must say that this is probably one of the most breathtaking views from like a press box and looking over the golf and everything. It's, it's really just an incredible view. I have this running gag that anybody who comes up here, they're like, oh, you guys have such a great view. And I, I tell people, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that remark, I wouldn't have to work here. That's right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, it, it could be much worse. I it mean, could you could be. just be sitting right. in a cubicle. Yeah. and you know, right. getting to. If you had told me five years ago that I'd be working in baseball, I would have told you that you were crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, how has your overall time been? As you said, this was your. Um, this is not your first time here. How has your experience been um, working with us, working with the Wahoos? Uh, it's been great, actually. Uh, the very first time I was here, uh, it seems like every time I've been here now, there's been maybe a different person that was, no, I think it's the second, the second year in a row that, um, Adam, mm-hmm. second year Adam's been in charge of things, right? He's been in charge technically since 2013. Okay. Cause like his, his boss had left at the beginning of the season. So he took over. This is his, um, third full season okay. running things. I think so. I think Adam was here, was actually with, in charge of things when I was here two years ago and then this, or I'm sorry, last year and then this year. So he's he's great. He does a great job, and he's 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 exciting. The pregame meeting that we were up in here today, he's he's exciting and fun, and you can tell that he's he enjoys what he's doing. So it's a great time. And Mel was awesome, and Kelsey and all the rest of the people, Hunter and everybody else down there were great. Um, so it's a great time. I've, I've, I go way back with Bruce Baldwin from when he was in uh, Richmond, Virginia, many 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 years ago, and Jonathan also, and he was uh, in his other spots in what, Birmingham, I guess it was. I think so. Uh, and and everything else. So I mean, I, I go way back with those guys. So it's always good to come in town and and catch up with them. And and uh, it's I, I really enjoy coming here. Like like JL just said, the view is beautiful. And and you guys always do a great job putting on a, on a great show. And the fans are, are really into it and they enjoy themselves. So it makes it even better. Absolutely. Now, kind of backtracking a little bit, what made you guys want to get into the profession of I guess being a performing act? 
Like, was it you just saw a mascot and you're like, oh, this is what I want to do? Like, how exactly did you get into it? Uh, me personally, I was I've always just been an entertainer. I always just been a clown, a goof off, and and a and a, and a cut up and stuff. Just I got it from my dad and my dad, and and he was always a a character and a funny guy, and and he had, he had a great love zest for life. He still does. He has a great love zest for life, and and just always put on a good show. And he was a he was a high school teacher back in the day, and and he always just entertained all the kids, and 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 did a great job. So it rubbed off on me early, and I was. You know, we'd go to family gatherings, and my mom would like get up there and dance. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'll get up there and try to get in front of all the relatives and and do some goofy dance and and you know whatever and have a good time doing that. So I've I've been an entertainer, entertaining people in some aspects for for many many years. And and then uh, my brother Dominic, who you interviewed before on this, um, did a uh, got a um, did a tryout for the uh, AAA Louisville Redbirds, which is the Blue Wahoos uh, current AAA franchise. Um, back then they weren't, but then. Uh, he got the job to be the mascot Billy Bird, mm-hmm. and I was going to school at that moment, at that time, in uh, Macon, Georgia, at Mercer University. And I came home from school that summer, and I would go out on the field and do dance routines with him and skits and goofy stuff, our other brother also, and then another friend of ours. So we would go out there, and people kept telling us that we were funny, and our dad kept coming up with great ideas. And, and besides besides for doing that, I'd also been other like local uh, in, in the city of Louisville, where I, where I was born and raised. I was also like a um, corporate mascot for lots of different things, so I just enjoyed entertaining people in different ways and didn't know didn't know where this was going to take me. and And now, 26 years later, I'm still doing it and love it. And my brother and I, Dominic, started a we started a great thing many years ago, not knowing, hoping it would go somewhere, not knowing where it would end up, and we're still not sure where it's going to end up. But right now, we like where we're going and where we've been, and it's a blast. 26 years. That's yes, awesome. Yes, sir. That is awesome. So, so for me, it's, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I, I always kind of grew up being an extrovert and everything. And I always looked up to, um, my parents both graduated from LSU and I always looked up to Mike the tiger. And I, and so when I was going to college and doing my college search, I was like, wherever I go to school, I want to be their mascot. And so I ended up going to a school in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, and, and their mascot was the night and I had gone to their, I emailed their cheer coach over the summer and I was like, Hey, like, can I be the mascot? And so she's like, yeah, sure. If you're going to be, and she's like, if you're going to be the mascot, you, you're going to have to be a cheerleader too. So, um, so I, I did mascotting at, at, at public school appearances and things like that. And, and some basketball games. And then I also cheered. And, and so through that, um, I kind of got connected with, uh, some people at my school and they gave me, you know, the superstars phone number and, and, the, you know, I just kind of made connections that way. And, and, you know, now I, I just graduated from school in May. And so, um, I'm still doing it. I, I get to do the Louisville bats. Sometimes I get to be buddy bat, uh, and, and I get to travel around and be, do the superstars and, and, you know, it's awesome. And I love to share what I love to see. I mean, the best part about performing and I was telling Brennan this actually on this trip, it's like, the best thing that I I found out uh, recently during the summer, it's like I really love to share what I love to do with other people and see people get the same enjoyment out of what I love to do. And so um, I really love to share that with my friends, my family, and um, that's something that's really special and important to me. So it's what keeps me going and keeps me performing. So Fantastic. I actually had no idea what the Louisville Bats mascot name was. Until so, buddy bat, there you go. Yeah, and there are AAA affiliates. So <laughs> That's right. Um, now, how was the idea of Superstars created? Like, did you come up with the idea for it? No. Um, my brother Dominic and I started uh, traveling in, in the early 90s as, uh, back then, 
the it was Billy Bird and Company, which was Billy Bird was the the Redbirds mascot, Billy Bird. So we asked um, the Redbirds if we could travel with their costume and their name. So we did for for two years, Billy Bird and Company, and then uh, the Redbirds came to us and asked for some money for what you know for the fact that we were out making money, and we were like, right. well, you're not really doing much. We, you know, it was it was amicable, it was nice and everything, but we're like, we're not, you're not really doing anything to earn any money other than. You know, we're, we bought our own costume at that time. We weren't even using their costume. We were simply using the name Billy Bird. We had our own costume. It was our own thing. But they wanted a cut, and we're like, okay, here's a cut, and we're out of here. So we, you know, we cut we cut ties with them in a, in a nice way, and said, you know, if that's if that's what you guys want, that's not what we want. And if if, if it's going to lead to this, then we're going to go off and do our own thing completely, so we don't have to answer anybody and and you know necessarily be tethered down to anything at all and just have freedom. So we did that and changed our name that year to Bird Zerk. And then for for many for many years that we were Bird Zerk, or I guess not many years, but for four years we were Bird Zerk. And then our dad, uh, who is is a, a genius when when it comes to entertaining people, and I say that almost sarcastically because he's really not, but he, he's he he's come up with our best stuff, just telling us things, telling us little suggestions that we took his idea and then rolled it into something that turned into be bigger. So he suggested that we add um, Harry Canary to our Bird Zerk show. And we were like, well, how does that make any sense? He's like, I don't know. Make it make sense. And so we tried to figure out how to make Harry Canary part of the Bird Zerk show, and we just couldn't make it make sense. So we said, well, we like that idea of the name Harry Canary and what it means to twist Harry Carey into Harry Canary. Let's do that with other people. And so then we started thinking, okay, what, what's our name going to be? And and we like we didn't think it would make sense to make it into the Bird Zerk show, so we started it, our own show, a, I mean a separate show, called the Superstars, which is what we finally settled on. We we came up with tons of different names, sports buddies, baseball buddies. You know, I, I don't even remember. We had a big long list that we went through, and I mean, we were brainstorming like like madmen, just trying to figure out how can we make this happen. And one thing led to another, and then Harry Canary was the was going to be the ringleader of our show, and then we were going to have our first ones were Shark McGuire for Mark McGuire, Cal Ripken Jr. for Cal Ripken Jr., um, um, Ken Giraffe, Ken Giraffe Jr. for Ken Griffey. Junior and then uh, Pee Wee Geese for Pee Wee Reese. Mm-hmm. So those were our first four, and then Harry Canary was going to be kind of the ringleader. And so one thing led to another, and and people just bid on it quickly, and and it took off, and and that's how the Superstars kind of got started. And this was in '98, um, and we already had a lot of success with the Bird Zerk show. So from there, we we added the Superstars, and and it it became bigger, three times, four times bigger than than the Bird Bird Zerk show was. It just became more. Um, there was more appeal. There was more notoriety. There was more, you know, name recognition type of thing. And instantly, we, you know, we came up with all these different skits and, and kept expanding our our lineup to Clammy Sosa and Dennis Frogman and and Shaquille O'Seal and some of the ones that we were adding on early on. And it just, you know, it was it was awesome when it first started taking off, and it still is awesome. Eighteen years later, it's still a blast, and it's fun as all get out. I mean, there. I mean, there's something about like a a big nine foot inflatable mascot that's on the field that spins on its hand and flips on its head and eats people and things like that that just people i think that people really enjoy because it's so much different than what so many other teams are doing and like it's so much different than like just like a fur mascot that everybody sees you know and um and you really just see the size difference with the with the players and and the costumes next to each other so i think that that's part of the reason why it's got so much more appeal than what you know maybe the bird zerk show has 
it's such a simple idea, but it's really genius with the animal spin on athletes just because people can easily be like, oh, that's you know supposed to be Harry Carey or that's yeah. supposed to be Mark McGuire. Yeah. Um, my favorite skit is always the the Bat Boy getting eaten. Yeah. It, it's just so, so funny. And Harry Canary doing the seventh inning stretch is classic, too. Yeah. So um, who would you say, from your experiences or like people telling you, um, who is the most popular superstar character or maybe your personal favorite at one time clammy sosa was the most popular that, that we had clammy sosa based off of sammy sosa and that was back when he was he and, he and mark mcguire were you know hitting tons of home runs and you know everybody came to find out that there may have been um human growth hormones and, and some assistance P- peds and whatever else involved and and some of the luster of, of him kind of faded but people still like clammy sosa i think everybody knows who harry canary is just because we've made him our face of our superstar's name and you know when we were on america's got talent uh we used harry canary a lot in our Amer- in our america's got talent show so that that we got more recognition out of that and we did that purposely on our on our on our side of cho- choosing it that way so that there would be more recognition when we're done when we were done with um america's got talent that we could people see would people would see harry canary go oh i remember seeing him on on tv and stuff so that's kind of why we did it that way and my personal one is always Harry Canary because I love being in Harry Canary. I do, I do Harry Canary almost every game that we do. I sing the Southern Stretch and then I go and I entertain people. And I, and I love doing the crowd work up close to people and doing the stuff on top of the dugouts and in the crowd and, and taking pictures. And nowadays with everybody with their, with their camera phones, everybody wants to take a picture with Harry Canary, which is great. More recognition for the ball team because the ball teams or whatever, whatever sport we're doing – they, you know, they they hashtag the, the the blue wahoos or they hashtag whatever, and then they get recognition and notoriety, and then we get recognition because they hashtag superstars and everything else. So it, it works out real well. But my personal favorite has always been Harry Canary, just because I love being in it, and it was one of the first ones that we had. But I think I think probably po- popularity wise, Clammy Sosa at one point in time was probably more popular, just because of the fact that he was he was our first character that ate somebody. <laughs> and that that happened by accident, which is what you brought up a moment ago. Um, but it, we were we were in in a in a in a room practicing some routines, and um, we had a hole in in Clammy Sosa that we just kind of had had the company manufacture or make it into the costume. And we, one of our kids, that one of the guys that worked for us at that time, was like skinny as a as a bean pole. And we really we just it just happened, and it was a fluke, and it turned into be the best thing ever. And that's our calling card now, and that's that's what everybody remembers our superstar show as is, is eating somebody. Just like you said, it's your favorite when you know the bat boy gets eaten. It's it's my favorite. It's our favorite too. But I mean, it's it's definitely what people know know us for. And a couple of years ago, um, we did a we did a skit in we did that skit. I mean, in Mankato, Minnesota, for a small really small team, and somebody a fan there posted on on uh, Facebook or whatever. The next day, uh, Ludacris the rapper uh, picked it up, put it on all of his feeds. It went viral all over the world like crazy. So everybody was watching Michael Jordan eating a Bat Boy in Mankato, Minnesota, <laughs> and it just went huge. So I mean, it, it's, it's become even more popular now. And this was, you know, maybe two years ago, whatever it was. And that's just it, it's just you know one thing leads to another. And now with viral videos, you know, you people try all the time to make a viral video, and they just don't hit. And a lot of times, you know, viral videos end up being accidental, and that's how this one kind of did. Gotta love the power of social media. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. yeah. What about you, Love it or hate it. Do you have a particular favorite? <clears throat> oh, man, that's that's pretty tough because, like, um, the more, like, I guess the more costumes I get in, I mean, really, once you've been in one costume, it's kind of like being in, being in, in the mall. Um, but 
I really, uh, I guess as far as like a performance standpoint, I really like to be um, Ichiro Suzuki because he's got he's got uh, like four arms and his eyes move all weird and stuff. And um, and one of the most fun shows that I ever did um, was I was in Ichiro. So I would probably say that Ichiro is up there. Uh, Donovan McCrab is another fun one. Um, I mean, there, there, it, there's really just so many, and it really just depends on what skit I'm doing and, uh, and, and what is happening, and for who's my favorite character to be in. Because I mean, they're all, they're all good. Um, so I don't know. That's what I would have to say. And what's crazy is I didn't know you guys had so many different characters until yeah. I went on the the website and I saw them. And I'm just like, holy cow! Yeah, that's a lot of characters. Yeah, well, it's, it's for, Harry Canary. Holy cow! Holy cow! Forty eight right now, I think, is what our number is, wow. and, and we're 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 adding about we're hoping to add about three or four more here in the next in the next few months uh, to get ready for basketball season. And and Kevin Durant Eater is one of our most recent ones. Uh, we just got Serena Williams, which is. Uh, Serena based off and turned off turned into a seal, which is a funny looking costume and stuff. So yeah, awesome. Um, do you guys perform uh, for other sports besides baseball? Yes, we we do. We'll do anything anywhere. We're not we're not you know if somebody wants to pay us, we'll go entertain anything. We've done we've done bar mitzvahs and weddings and and block parties and uh, block parties and parades and and uh, fairs and festivals, all kinds of things. But our our, our main thing is minor league baseball. That's that's probably what we do about sixty percent of our business, maybe something like sixty or fifty, and then we do a lot of college basketball, which is probably which is definitely the second most, and then we scatter in there all the other sports, you know, college volleyball and college softball and baseball, and we do we've done you know we do all this stuff up all the way up from MLB and NHL and, and NBA all the way down to uh, independent league stuff and and rookie stuff and. You know, even amateur stuff that where the where the players can't get paid because they're still students and stuff. You know, these that's where we were just there three or four days ago doing a Northwoods League um, college summer bat baseball league where the the players are college you know current college students they can't get paid but you know that it's the same concept it's entertaining you know putting on a, putting on a game entertaining fans and and you know somebody owns the team and wants to make some, make some money off of it and it's a great product that they have up there in the Northwoods League it's a, it's a lot of fun to do. Is there a big difference in prepping for a show to do, like you said, you guys have done weddings and bar mitzvahs. Is that like a vast difference between that and minor league baseball? Right. Yeah. I would say, I would say that there's a huge difference between like, I mean, you say festivals like and and weddings or whatever, but there's a huge difference between hockey and or like basketball and hockey and stuff to as like to baseball, because the thing about baseball is usually our inning breaks are like end of the first, end of the second, end of the fourth, end of the fifth, mid seven. Okay. And so who knows how long a baseball game is going to last, but in basketball, it's like we're going to do the under-12 timeout, and we know like almost exactly when it's going to happen, and we know that we're going to do halftime. And, you know, halftime never changes, so it's the same thing with like intermissions. So um, it's definitely a, a bit more of a challenge doing baseball because there could be, you know, you could have a you could have a 15-minute inning. So and and you know, typically there's a lot of time in between halves and stuff in basketball. So there's, I mean, there's a huge difference between baseball and every other thing that we do. I think baseball is the most um, unique. And I think in regards to like you know the few the few bar mitzvahs and weddings and and even birthday parties and things that we've done, the people that hire us to do those are spent. You know, we we don't just go and do you know little Johnny's down the street birthday party for a couple do- dollars or whatever. We're, we only want to. I mean, that's not what we're in business for. We were right. in business. We're in the business of making money, entertaining people at usually large scale events. 
But if somebody wants to spend a good nickel on us to come to a, a wedding or a bar mitzvah, then we'll go do it. And then for them, that's they're spending a lot of money on us, so they want to make sure they're getting the most bang out of their buck for us. So it, it often takes a little more TLC from us to make sure that they're happy and they're getting what they want for their wedding or their bar mitzvah or you know parade or festival or whatever it might be. And often it takes a little more time. Um, you know, Stephanie, our general manager in the office, who does an outstanding job uh, with all of our details and stuff, working things out with with people who want to hire us. There's a lot that she has to go through to jump through the hoops to because to, these people that hire us for the, whatever it might be, they realize that they're spending a good mo- a good deal of money on us, and they want to ask Stephanie every single every little question that they ever think of. So the phone's always ringing, or emails are always coming into Stephanie, and she's like she's like, man, these are you know, it's just they don't because they they it's not that's not what they do. Like baseball teams, that that's what they do. They put on a show every day. They open the gates, and there's a, and there's a show. It's a baseball game with with entertainment in, involved. Right. But somebody who does a wedding. You usually get married. Most people get married once once a year. I mean, once a, once a lifetime. Once a, year. <laughs> <laughs> once a lifetime. Imagine. <laughs> once a lifetime. A bar mitzvah. Once a lifetime. You know that type of thing. So when they're doing it, they want to make it powerful and memorable and big and and get the you know the the most mem- most memorable event they can for their kid and their family and all that other stuff. So it's it's very different doing things like that than it is to to do a baseball game. We show up at a baseball stadium. We know that there's home plate, there's third base. It's not like, you know, stuff changes. It's it's, you know, right. pretty consistent. A question that I always ask every performing act that I get to interview, funniest road story or incident that's happened to Ooh. you at it it can be any type of event. It can be bar mitzvah, baseball basketball funniest story that you guys have i've got i've got 26 years of doing this so i've got all kinds of stories uh, some of my some of my favorite little simple ones are i was doing a, a when the nhl was on strike there was a hockey team in detroit named called the uh, motor city motor city what were they called motor city express motor city something i can't remember what the, the the nickname was motor city something and kid rock was in attendance at that mm-hmm. game because he's a he's a detroit native and so he's i'm not sure what he was on but he was blasted out of his mind in the crowd in like a suite or whatever and it's and this is a real small barn in 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 uh in detroit a suburb of detroit or whatever not joe's not joe lewis arena where there's you know 30 some odd thousand it's, i'm talking like a 2000 seat barn in a hockey rink that that they you they were using for this team and he's up in a suite and I'm doing whale Gretzky doing the crowd work and stuff. And I see him and I just give him a, a, a nice big silly string shower. And I just covered him from head to toe. <laughs> I got kid rock one time doing that. I did. I've done, I've done that to, um, uh, Bill Murray. I've done that to magic Johnson. I actually licked magic Johnson's head one time in a, in a, my, uh, Michael Jordan costume. And, uh, another funny one was I sh- we, we went, we went to a game in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts and we show up in the press box and we, we couldn't find our CD case. It wasn't with us. We didn't know where our CDs were, so we couldn't. This was before flash drives and stuff, and uh, we had a CD case, and we're like, "Oh no!" So what are we gonna do? So we we used all the music that they got off of their, you know, their click effects or whatever, which was fine, except for the seven inning stretch. We didn't have a seven inning stretch for Harry Canary, so Harry Canary that night sang to um, Eddie Vedder, who's the lead singer of Pearl Jam, <laughs> singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," <laughs> "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" at a Lowell Spinners game. So it was it was Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Vetter's voice <laughs> singing uh, Harry Canary or Harry Canary lip syncing to Eddie Vetter's voice in Lowell, Massachusetts. I can imagine just some random person in the crowd looking up and like Harry Carey sounds a lot like <laughs> that guy from Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was. I mean, it was. It you got to improvise when you can. That's right. Yep. So, so for me, 
I've, I mean, there's, there's, I've got a couple. I was um, traveling with Brennan's pretty darn fun. We do a lot of traveling together. I've, I've only got three years under my belt, so my stories are not as vast as what Brennan's has. But Brennan and I have a, a good time. We play softball together and stuff, so we have a relationship outside of work. But um, a f- more, one of the more fun trips that I've done, I was with um, Zach. Uh, I was with Zach Redman and Richie Michaels, two guys that work with us, and. Um, you know they're they're young guys and they they were coming up with this crazy idea to like to like have like this this like party bus that would drive around the US and like they 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 like were taking out a pen and pencil and writing down the details of what they wanted this bus to do and stuff and I, I don't know you know I don't know how how like much that actually happened or whatever I mean obviously it didn't cuz Zach you know works at Humana and Richie does whatever he does with Jim Beam and stuff but um but that was pretty fun, and then I, I, I was in uh, West Virginia doing the West Virginia Power, um, a, I think at their Pirates affiliate, right? Yeah, Single A Pirates. Pirate, Single A Pirates affiliate, and um, Jennifer Garner is from West Virginia, Charleston, West Virginia. So <clears throat> I was in Harry Canary doing um, the seventh inning stretch, and I walked, and I did it in a suite, and I walked out the suite, and I didn't. I, the costume that I was in, it was kind of hard to see, and it was really humid that night, so there was kind of a fog and stuff, and and you know I was just walking, and I walk up to this woman, I didn't know who it was, and she was holding a child, and like I, you know, I go up and I mess with the kid, and he starts to cry, and she's like, oh, you know, I don't think he really likes that very much, and so we got back into the elevator, and the guy that was walking with me, he's like dude, do you just, do you realize who you just saw? I was like, no, who was that? She's like, he's like, you just, you just saw, you were just standing next to Jennifer Garner, literally. And so like, wow. like literally I, I, I was probably six inches from her and I could not even tell who I was, who I was messing <laughs> with. But, um, but that's probably, that's probably the craziest story for me. Um, as far as no, that's that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, you got to be that close to a celebrity, even though I mean, you didn't realize who it was, but well, still, that's right. pretty cool. Well, and and so every time I see what is she, uh, Travelocity or not? Uh, 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 what, what is she? Credit card, Capital uh, One, Capital One, I think. Capital yeah. One. And so, I every time I see that commercial, I'm like, man, I made your kid cry. And I, I guess is she she's she's married to Ben Affleck, <laughs> right? So yeah. So so I guess I made Ben Affleck's kid cry. So yeah. the Batman, yeah. like. Yep. Whatever. So that's pre- I, a pretty pretty neat fun fact. It's good for uh, icebreakers and stuff. Just, You'll have to sleep with one eye open now that you've upset Batman's kid. Yeah, I know, right? Just <laughs> sitting here listening to him talk. I mean, there there's so many stories that just pop into my head that are just funny. We did an L.A. Clippers game not too long ago, earlier this earlier this season, actually, towards the end of whatever NBA season last year. And Billy Crystal is sitting, and he's a big uh, Clippers fan, and he's sitting right there in the front row, and we've got him on our – we were videotaping us performing for the Clippers, and in the bottom right corner of our camera, Billy Crystal is filming us doing our entertainment show. So we're doing our show on, on the on the, on the the uh, Staples Center floor, and Billy Crystal's sitting there, you know, so entertained and, and laughing. You, we've got him on video laughing and chuckling at what we were doing. It was pretty, it was pretty fun, but there were so many different stories that – that just pop into my head and things. Well, and and so I guess another I guess another fun thing for me too. Now that you say that is, um, I was so I, like I said I was a cheerleader at Bellarmine University in Louisville, and so we did it. We did a performance there because uh, Dominic he's that's his alma mater, and so it's my alma mater now too. And so we were doing a show there, 
and you know I cheer every basketball game, so people know me as a cheerleader. And they come up and they eat me, so they don't know that I actually work for the superstars. So it, you know, it was all pre-performed and stuff, and um, or pre-planned and everything. And in the background, so so we the basketball photographer was taking pictures, and in the background, you could see um, the president and his wife, and they were just dying laughing. You could see all the people in the stands; they were dying laughing. And you know, it's just like I don't know. That was a pretty cool experience for me to be able to, sh- like I said, share that with all the guys, all the people that I go to school with that I tell them about this, it's like, man, what do you do? Oh, I'm a professional mascot. I do this, that, and the other. And they're like, that's crazy. Like, so cool. And so they actually got to experience that with me. So that was pretty neat for me. Well, it is cool because, I mean, you guys get to travel all over Mm -hmm. the country and you just get to see new places and everything. It's really kind of an envious job, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Do you guys have any upcoming appearances that you'd like to plug? Uh, we don't have anything major right now. We, we've, we've been in talks with, uh, the Australian, uh, basketball league, which is something we've been trying to do, um, with them for the past couple of years, trying to work out a deal with them that we're hoping is going to come to fruition this year, uh, in October, I think it's October, um, and go over there and do a bunch of Australian basketball. We've talked to the Australian baseball league and tried to work out something with them over the years, um, we just, we've gone to Japan in the, in, in the, in the years past and Turkey and, uh, obviously Mexico and Canada for their different sporting events and things like that. So, it, you know, we, we'd love to, we'd love to go more worldwide and do more worldwide things. And we've got a few other things that are a few other irons that are in the fire, still trying to do other stuff that's just outside of what we already do. But right now we're, we're kicking some butt, trying to kick more butt. I mean, I guess I should say it, uh, at what we do in, in the sporting world and hopefully keep expanding and keep mm-hmm. getting bigger and, and staying relevant and, and having a lot of fun entertaining people. And uh, last question, do you guys have any social media, Facebook, Twitter, website, all that fun stuff you guys like to plug? Yes, sir. We have uh, com. That's Z-O-O-P-E-R-S-T-A-R-S.com. Um, our our, our Umbrella group, I guess you've interviewed a, lo- a lot of our other entertainment acts under the Skillville group, and that's also a website, www.theskillvillegroup.com. Um, I can spell that if you want me to. Oh, go ahead. T-H-E-S-K-I-L-L-V-I-L-L-E-G-R-O-U-P.com. And then uh, we have a Facebook page, uh, Superstars and Birdzerk and the Skillville group. Uh, actually, no, sorry, Skillville group does not have a Facebook page. But our other acts do, Bucket Ruckus and Bebo McCoy and, and uh, Russian Bar Trio. And then uh, what was the other option? We have uh, Twitter. Yeah, we have a Twitter uh, at hashtag superstars or at superstars and then at Birdzerk also and all that stuff. So, yeah, we're, we, have a, we have one of our guys, one of our performers who's also a, a techie who's really into um, that stuff. And he tries to keep us uh, keep us. Relevant in the social yeah, media, yeah, keep, us, <laughs> keep us present in front of everybody there doing that stuff. So we, we, have we haven't a, we haven't quite made it to Snapchat yet, but yeah, maybe one day, maybe one day <laughs> <laughs> before it goes away. Yeah, right. All right, guys. Well, in closing, um, I'd like to say thank you guys for uh, coming out to the Wahoo Stadium. It was a lot of fun, and thank you for taking the time to do the interview. It was, yeah, our, it was our awesome. pleasure. We love coming here, and I'm glad that you asked us to do this interview. Thanks for having yeah. us. It was great. My thanks again to Brennan and JL for that wonderful conversation. Be sure to follow the Superstars on social media to find out where they'll be performing next. 
And don't forget, you can also check out past episodes of this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and now Google Play. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media. My personal page on Twitter is at Derek underscore Diamond. The show page is at DDE underscore podcast. And of course, on Facebook, just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And that's all I've got, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.